0: Ready Hello Well Hello Well It's the O Double G Hello Well Dog Snoop Dog
1: Oh Man This is Rhythm and Pixels A video Game Music Podcast Episode 14 Dash Ten I am your host Rob Nicholson, and right beside me as always
0: is Hernell, and you've clearly been eating pixie sticks. <laughs> a lot of pixie sticks. I've had about 4 cans of Lacroix. Caffeinated, they make it that way now. No, no. No, they no, they do something. Cuz I'm on a natural high. <laughs> That's I have to look. So to put this in perspective, folks, I know this goes before the usual no, intro. I mean, I started the show with like Snoop Dogg singing that
1: IRC, he, less he, than three. Uh, he might
0: snip it in here in the later, like before the <laughs> release, but there was an old song from like way back, like by way back, God, I'm old. It was like 2010 or something. Yeah. Like and it was, called, I think I think the song was just called less than three. Less than three. You yeah. love me. And uh, an he just pulls it up out of nowhere and I remembered it. It didn't click till the chorus. I, yeah, like, where I know have, this song. Where have you heard it? Where, where have you heard it? I, of course I heard it over the years like I loved it back when it came out oh okay it was one one of those songs you liked but you didn't want people to know you were (laughs) listening to it unless they were in your inner circle or in your like internet circle
1: yeah I learned it from it was on the one of the first like legit uh, the packs that came out for ITG it was was on ITG Rebirth because only one and two were official and then Rebirth was I think was like some of the original artists and step artists I think I could be wrong, but less than three was on there, and I would play that song over and over again because it is good. And then you just started lo- it looping
0: is... in Snoop Dogg lyrics to it, um... which just got bizarre. <laughs> but it actually strangely fit. It kind of worked. It, I was because I was gonna sing the song to the, the to our theme song,
1: but it was not. I mean, our song's kind of slow. I'm gonna have to speed it you up. You have
0: to speed it up. <laughs> Give me your eyes, to get lol. <laughs> Uh oh, wait be- do- be- do- do- <laughs> All right,
1: so let's let's get some things um straight here, okay? Right off the bat. Dun, dun, dun. Um, this Thursday, which is um, this Thursday after we're, after the the Monday of this episode comes out, which is I believe the 20th, we are having another live recording of our episode for Patreon subscribers, which we have many more now. It picked up very fast, very fast. I, I feel like I think um I think us doing the doing the um, listener suggested stuff is, is is great and I think it's really fun we joke in that chat room and it's I love doing it
0: oh no I love it too I mean yeah, that I, I mean that it came draw. up as I feel like last month happened like yesterday and it's already to the new one and we're getting old oh this no yeah is just no, just just kind of this, is, this is sooner
1: because we have a guest we have a guest at the end of the month so we had to do it we had to do it soon. ah too. Yeah, that's the why oh by the way we have a guest at the end of the month I think you're gonna you're gonna dig that Wah, wah. Yeah, and Belly. then um, also before, uh, uh, and I just posted about it, but it's coming up later. But it's in November, the third. It's at Thy Geekdom Con, which is a um, a big like all all encompassing fandom fandom convention. Well, now it's bigger. It's bigger. It's at the it's at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center, which I think is hilarious. They call it Greater Philadelphia. It is about an hour outside of Philadelphia. Yeah, it's further away from Philadelphia than we are. Pretty much, um, but. Like what would you call it? Like it's not a comic con. It's not like a video game con. It's It's not an anime con. con. Just a big literally. It's like if you're a geek, and you and
0: seriously or nerd or nerd or dork. Or, or dweeb, or Rob Rob Nichols and Purnell. I honestly, I we'll be fall there. I fall under some aspect of all of those higher caricatures, yeah. so I'm okay with
1: that. They they're really big on cosplay, so you and I have to think of something. Yes, I think that'll be really. Fun. I'm going to put on a hat because I felt out of place and some pants. I felt out of place not dressed up.
0: Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put on a hat and some pants mm-hmm. and come as a person. Hat man. I guess I could be hat. That would require two hats, and that's bad Good luck. <laughs> All right, so that's going to be in uh,
1: November, which is really cool. And also, um, I wanted to start promoting some other stuff that's been going on with the community. So um, the VGM Jukebox, another VGM podcast, which I loved, and we did a special episode with them, is now no longer having releasing new episodes, um, which makes me very sad. But Keyglyph from the show is doing a weekly Twitch like play of like retro games and it's so, not a
0: structured schedule release of game right she kind of chooses on she's the fly doing,
1: she's kind of going on the fly of, of some days but it's almost always on Thursday nights
0: oh no not the day I mean like just the game oh the so, game like, yeah no I, I don't know what
1: she's, what she's going through I think she kind of announces it before she gets on but like the day before or like the, like right before she she jumps on. But she's playing retro, I think mainly Genesis games. I could be wrong. I haven't been able to check it out because she generally streams while we're recording on Thursdays. But but so Thursday nights, go check out her live stream. Um, it's twitch.tv slash keyglyph. Check it out. One word. So I want, I want to- Or is that two words? To take a peek at that. And- um, there's a lot to unpack from um, Retro World Expo in
0: Connecticut. I think we can talk about that as we get into some tunes. I suppose. Um, did you have anything you want to say? I guess I'm going to plug one thing, because I promised I would for like two weeks and keep forgetting. So we have a regular friend slash guest that comes on here and their name, Matt. You've probably heard him on episodes like the Mario Paint one. Yeah. Well, he recently released a audiobook where he voiced everyone in it. And the book is—I can't remember the name, of it, but we, we jokingly refer to it as "armadillo piano." Because <laughs> Armadillo. it is a—I um, think that's what it is. Like the name is a tad bit Polish. Oh, that's which cute. It's like a, a play on words, with like tadpoles and stuff. A tad Polish, yeah. No, I love it. Yeah, but it sounds but, really yeah, cool. He, Matt does he, some
1: great voices. He's—he's he's a really funny guy. He's got a great—he's got a great speaking voice already. Like he's got a good presenter's voice.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he put this book out. He did all the voices. Like Rob said, this man's voice is perfect for this kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I got a review copy. I'm going to try to really listen to it and give an authentic review. So it's not like, hey, you're my friend. So here's some stuff. I'm going to go all in. Going in. If it's good, if it's bad, he'll know it. (laughs) But that's important because I want it to be authentic. And the idea is that I also hope that other people will give it a chance because he's been working on this for quite some time. Yes. And I think... When this episode comes out, he'll probably drop a link in one of the, in one yeah, or is, both of the groups or something. It's like,
1: like, like a kids or like a young, young, young adult type situation.
0: Yeah, like, yeah. so what's one of those like, you know, adults can appreciate it, okay. but if you're listening so. to it around your kids, they're not going to hear anything weird.
1: All right, so yeah, so we have a lot of fathers on the, like, listening on the show, so
0: check this out. There you go.
1: Yeah, I, that's a good point. Yeah.
0: Yeah, this is, this is G-friendly. Your kids will be cool with this. Yeah. G like an old G like the Snoop Dogg. Are you stuck on Snoop Dogg D-o- and LOLs? <laughs> I love
1: it. Right, So we had a few topics picked out for today's episode, and they were all they're all <inge-> at least difficult. One was difficult for me, and the other was difficult for Rob. Yeah, I don't know why, but this I mean, obviously you, can, you see the the episode title on the thing. It's prisons or jails. I I haven't figured out what to call title this episode, but just call Incarceration or prison. Oh kids incarcerated. <laughs> <L-O-L-O-L>. <laughs>
0: God, you are on some candy. I'm on some stuff. Um, you were playing Star Tropics, that's what it was. It was uh, laced. It uh, was what? laced Star Tropics. <laughs> After like a
1: half an hour of trying to get it to work, playing some Star Tropics. And then a half an hour of dying in the first world,
0: playing oh, some Star Tropics. This weekend, or rather the weekend before this episode releases, I will officially be starting that, hopefully. Put down the Dragon Quest and the reviews. Yeah. I'm going to play some Star
1: Tropics. <laughs> right, this is an even numbered episode, so I'm going to start us off. So I'm going to start off. Okay, I'm going to start off with Super Famicom. I have, I have tracks from all over the spectrum of systems here. You're I gotta
0: say, you do by the fact that you do that, it makes me feel a little more comfortable when I fail to hit a lot of the retro
1: points. Oh, I no, no, no. I did a lot of retro stuff this one because it's just there's so interesting, like what's out there. So. This one is from Super Famicom. It's called Shinne Ketsu Kua Kunio Tachi no Banka. Um, and this is, in, in in English, The New Hot-Blooded Tough Guy, The Eulogy of Kunio and
0: Company. Okay, I'm happy with this. this and I, a, know, I know this is from my, yeah, one of my favorites. Yeah, Kunio-kun. This, yes. is the pre, this
1: is the prequel to River City Ransom released on the Super Famicom. Ooh. Um, and this track is called Inside the Prison, and it is composed by Hitoshi Yamane. Deep cutting it. Yeah, I know, it really (laughs) is. Okay, this is called Inside the Prison from the game Shiniketsu Kauha, Kunio Tachi no Banka for the Super Famicom, composed by Hitoshi Yamane, also known as the new hot-blooded tough guy, the eulogy of Kunio and company. So this is, yeah, this is the, the prequel to River City Ransom released on the Super Famicom. So it looks, it's got like that, that it's got the style a little bit. Of the Kunio-kun games, so it's still a side-scrolling beat em up. Still a side-scrolling beat 'em up, but they're not super deformed. Like they're like, they're the size of a person. Really? Yeah, they're kind of, st- which is weird. They look stretched
0: out. <laughs> That's an I <eye> thought. <laughs> but to me. it's
1: got a lot of the same characters in it. Of course, they were all renamed differently in, um, in the American version of like River City Ransom and all, all the other games. But in this one, they um, what happens is they they're on their way to school or like it's on the weekend and they get picked up for a hit and run. That was Ooh. not them Oh, so they've been framed They've been framed And they get thrown into jail And they just And they figure out They've been framed While they're in jail And they break out So this is a track With them inside the prison Plotting their escape
0: So it's kind of cool Like Plotting music <laughs> <Yeah>. I, <laughs> think I, break I think that, was, that We to break some faces
1: I think that was The, the intention here So yeah Pretty cool um, I didn't realize There were uh, Kunio-kun type games On the uh, Super
0: Famicom Which is pretty neat Oh, they're all over the place. We got—we just happened to get very, very few of them, which is kind of depressing, but at the same time, a part of me wonders deep down, was that for the best? Because if you <laughs> think about it, most of the KunioKu games are fairly similar to each other. You have the sports games, and mm-hmm. you have the general beat-em-ups, but River City Ransom was partly iconic, I think, because it was like the only one of its type, that and Crash and the Boys. And yeah. I don't even know a lot of people talk about Crash and the Boys. So Well, I think um, the, the main character of the games was also known as Crash, right? No, no, no. There were Ryan and Alex in the States, and then there was Ricky and Kunio in Japan. Okay. So, uh, who's Crash? Crash was just the guy in Crash and the Boys. It was just another dude. Just another dude. Just people from the Kunio-verse. Oh, okay, okay.
1: That's cool, yeah, because I, I learned that um, the, the president of Technos Japan,
0: his name is Kunio. Really? Yeah he got himself injected and was probably yeah I
1: think it was like they wanted to make a, like a fun story about a like like a, like a tough
0: tough high school kid named Kunio and <laughs> they, they gave him his name I think that's kind of funny yeah but I've always those games have always been a sweet spot for me and then when we started getting the more so deluge of them when the 3DS was a big thing, mm. it almost kind of oversaturated it for me. Like, I still yeah. like them, but i got to actually take the time to sit down and go through all of them now. <sighs> I remember when the Advance came out and um, uh, the Super
1: Dodgeball got released on that thing. Yeah, and, and they, and they did Rubber Race Racing EX, too. Oh, that's right. I was like, oh, wow. I should get an Advance. Never got one. But I was, like, <laughs> but I was like super impressed by it. I think I was working at EB at the time. Or I saw it at an EB. Got it on launch uh, like, with the gang.
0: Electronics Boutique? <laughs> no, nah, I was... I guess it was the Electronics Boutique by then. It used to be Walden Books. Yeah, it was the Walden Software. Walden Software, yes. Yeah, we stole...
1: Yeah, I remember that place. But,
0: like, yeah, it, it, it came where out with the, the system. Yeah,
1: that's where they had... Um, I used to look at the shelves and see, like, all those, like, PC adventure games. They had, like, um, Leisure Suit Larry and stuff like that. And I'd be like, what the heck is this? This is an adult game. I shouldn't play that. I just looked at them and said, I can't afford a computer. Next style. <laughs> yeah, next aisle. Seriously. But. We used to have um, people come in when I, when I did work there and it was electronics boutique. People would come in and, and, and like pre order, uh, like flight simulator type stuff. Like, they were super into that. Like, yeah, just, that was like, a surprisingly
0: popular and, genre back throttles. then.
1: It still is, man. It's like, it's about it's, I think racing games is getting to that point where it's like people buy like all the hardware and get all their setups real perfect. It's I'm just
0: curious about that because I didn't even know that was the case, but yeah, people love it, people love it. But I need to drive it. I miss racing games. I need to play more of them. I've been playing a lot of, like, retro-y racers recently. Yeah. Which is, I mean, like, retro like like, class- I feel like they're playing Micro Machines or uh, Choro Q-type racers. That's fun. Oh, they are. Just they're very no-frills, which I, can be good or bad. I've been, I've been thinking about...
1: Um... Cheeky, cheeky racers. Uh, like uh, Ridge Racer. i have been thinking about that that type of game. I'd love to play that that kind of style again.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah I've read, I had R4 set up at the house the other day. Oh
1: man, with the old John Cone. Oh yeah, yeah. We should play that soon. I really liked uh, Ridge Racer. All right, what's your first? What's your first track that's still in jail? Well, what's, I, what's, what's your track
0: that we're just visiting? Well, oddly enough, one of the tracks that got me to think about the topic of prison. I knew you had like one that was like, oh, I want to do a prison episode because. Also odd because <laughs> this is also inspiration for another topic that we haven't done yet that I mentioned. So I might be double dipping in the future, but whatever. Whatever. For now, we're doing it live for the first time. Yeah, I don't, maybe. I don't I don't have your list. It's over there, it's written in this crazy. Curly cursive that you always write And then I can't read upside down It's fantastic cursive But the game title is called Mary Skelter Nightmares And the track title is called Prisoner And is composed by Yo Oyama back. You are listening to and hopefully enjoying the track Prisoner. Very much
1: enjoying. Yeah! This is so good, man. You, you brought the heat with this track. This is a sexy, like deep track. For I'm... prison. Perfect for prison! Uh, <laughs> I'm assuming, it, I mean, I'm looking at this as kind of like a dungeon crawler with like an anime aesthetic.
0: Yeah, I got you a lot of pinks and reds, that. which I'm into. I'm likely going to describe this game twice in the future. like Once more in the future because it's weird enough that it's probably worth it. So, reiterate, the composer of this track is named Yo-Oyama. Okay. And the premise of this game is that the, the a city that you live in at some point gets consumed by an entity that n- pretty much assimilates with it, and it becomes what is known as the jail. It's a, a living prison, and the citizens are trapped inside of it, and there are these weird like circus-looking demon creature things called the Marchin That reside that manage the prison, and then it gets weird. If that wasn't already weird, so the saviors of this game are known as Blood Maidens, and the way they operate is they use crazy weaponry, okay, and they get strength by being splashed with the blood of the monsters they're fighting. And then it does all this weird. They have so many weird mechanics around blood. I. I don't know.
1: Not like a vampire thing.
0: No. But they like go like in like some kind of like berserk mode? Actually, yes, they uh. could do that too. That's called blood skelter mode. <laughs> and it's like basically if you get if you get enough blood splashed on you, you go into blood skeleton mode and you lose your marbles, but you get more powerful. And if you... If something... I can't remember. So there's another thing where you can get corrupted by too much of it and then you go on like an insanity mode where you start attacking your friends. This is crazy. And here's where it gets the strangest. Okay, that's not strange enough. No, it's strange that... Yeah. The only way <laughs> to alleviate the insanity mode is if there's a main... It's like one of those like harem-esque games where it's some one male character and the rest of yeah, female. But the it's thing. not creepy harem. It's just their harem. But it's just disturbing in a weird way because... The way that you alleviate it is by he gets a special gun that's a- connected to his veins. Oh, no. And he has to shoot them with his blood to bring them back to a sane state. <sighs> the game is really good. Really strange. But everything about it is so weird. Everything also, the about- prison's alive and you have to satisfy its different states of mind to get bonuses like to let it sleep. And to keep it relaxed, it's it's weird. That's crazy. But this... I started playing it, and it's strangely wow. enjoyable. This
1: has this has like Pernell game like written all over it. Also, all the characters are based
0: off of fairy tales.
1: Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so we got like the little Red Riding Hood and. Thumbelina? Is that Mary had like a little lamb? Is that what she is?
0: No, Red Riding and like like the
1: wolf. Oh, okay. And then um like Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, it's crazy.
0: It's a like I said, it'll come up it's when really we bring neat. up the other topic. I like it. But the this this game has a lot of style and aesthetics. The battle system is pretty fun, mm-hmm. and I actually enjoy exploring the dungeons too. Yeah, it looks it looks really neat. Like like the gameplay like style like it looks.
1: It's very much like stats on the right, gameplay on the left, and, you know, it's like very ar- like classic JRPG,
0: mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Like I said, um, I was telling you it looks about... You. really pretty. I told you, like, what I was talking about to you earlier when I got here, I was like, there's enough... Backlogged games yeah. That I have Even just if you said Only dungeon crawlers There's enough Backlogged dungeon crawlers That I've got well, that I'd be occupied For the rest of my life This is Vito would, would this also be available On the
1: Playstation 4 That I can get my hands on Or, or not It's on Steam It's on Steam I can get it on Steam Yeah While I, I, I was playing Star Tropic's on I could play it on that yeah. yeah I can do anything on that So um Alright so now we're, we're, we're two tracks in Let's talk about um, Retro World Expo uh, This past weekend This past past weekend was a great time. It was. Um, we met up Friday. Friday, I'm like tweeting and Instagramming all of us, like all of our like a little road trip adventures, um, the whole way up to Ed's from the VG Embassy's house.
0: It's kind of funny because it just reminded me of like the like. Like a internet, like I can't remember. I don't know how to describe, but like there was like an episode of Supernatural where like one of the main characters was just obsessed with like the internet and tweeting everything. <laughs> oh no, yeah, that was um, uh, that was a uh, that was the guy who talks like this, the angel.
1: Yeah, that was him. Whatever his name is, <laughs> the angel. I can't remember his that was name. A great but impression is, by the way. He is an angel. Like, Castiel he, Castiel, yeah, but the actor, his name Misha Collins Misha Collins, yeah, that's him Yeah, he was like obsessed with like tweeting everything He was like, playing himself was, It was just hilarious He's Because he seems like a really funny guy
0: Yeah, and it worked so well But, but yeah, so we,
1: we did it like that We were just like tweeting the whole way up there Like goofing off um, And we talked about having like a music battle Or like, like sharing music with each other on the way up there But we didn't listen to anything We just talked about life and we, stuff Yeah, it was like, oh, we got like five hours to just talk So we talked the whole way up there um, landed at Ed's house We met up with Ed We met up with Cam um, Which was great We ate real quick And then we started recording His podcast The DG Embassy And talked some more Yep yeah. Your voice was a shock I was done but we got back to the hotel Or we checked into the hotel I was exhausted
0: And I was cold Because apparently Winter showed up Without telling me Yeah they had like The room set to like 50 degrees But it oh, and then, it got the cold room, It was cold outside Yeah you
1: didn't look at the The weather channel <laughs> And weather channel and like wear pants.
0: I didn't plan for that, I planned for summer. Summer's still here. Yeah, I looked at that forecast and I'm like, it's gonna be cold. It lied to me is what it is. This weather's a jerk. So
1: um we we get up on Saturday, I wake up before you, which is you normal. Know, normal. Um and it was like of course it's like sixty something degrees outside. Perfect to go for a run. So um downtown Hartford, I get my shoes on, got my shorts on, I stretch. Um, no 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 watch no no iPhone like headphones just like, my f- just my phone so I can like you know call whoever if I get in trouble which I did because I ran for three miles and tripped on a curb and fell on my face <laughs> he did his best impression of scuff face I've ever seen it's real bad so my face is like bloodied up across my chin my hand my
0: hands and fingers are all bloodied my knees are all bloodied though you gotta say uh, the thing that Threw me for a loop was that I was still asleep when you got back. You were, yeah, you, hey, you st- go. I don't mean to alarm you, but like, he says, like, but I fell or something. And my first thought was like, he must have really got hurt <laughs> if he's like, I don't mean alone Like, he was like, I was expecting him to have like a cast on, like, oh yeah, I was yeah, in the hospital uh, and they let me out. Because da, 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 I sleep that way, I could have been sleeping till 1 p.m. Well, it was like, so, I-, I was so far out that like,
1: I had to walk back, I had to find like a place, like, I stopped in like a like a bagel shop to get some band-aids and stuff and and i got cleaned up in their bathroom and then i had to run most of the way back because i was still so far out so i ran back and then i and then i cleaned up and got a shower and got dressed you were still asleep still asleep. Sleep. and then i woke you up and i was like hey um i got something to show
0: you <laughs> <laughs> like that's the alarm you were like basically it's basically it's yeah, the idea like when you uh, tell somebody a story I felt so stupid man so stupid you were beating yourself up over. It's like if I wanted to tease you about it, it wouldn't have mattered because it doesn't work when the person involved is upset already. If you were just like ah, whatever, it's not that big of a deal, but no, like no. Basically, he um he fell and like it's when the person's already feeling bad about something that happened to them, you can't joke about it with them because they already feel bad. Yeah, joking is supposed to be like oh you're okay, but I'm gonna rib you a little. But uh, I, I was just
1: more annoyed that like I had one. I had like blood. Like my face was so clear what happened. It wasn't just my hands or my knees. It was while I'm like on my face, and it was gonna be. It's gonna be here for a while.
0: Um, and two, like it was the dumbest trip I've ever made. That's why you should have went with my story about how you pushed a kid out of the way of a speeding bus, but you didn't move fast enough, so the bus rubbed across your face and passing and left a mark. That would have been a story uh, that would have had people going, "This guy right here is something," and he's also a liar. But <laughs> but he's something.
1: But yes, yeah, so that happened, and then um, we did this. We uh, got together and um, we did the show, which was amazing. It was a good time. It was a really good show. So that's going to come out also on the VG Embassy. Um, I don't know if it's going to come out before or after the the episode that we recorded on Friday, and then um, we stayed up that night to watch. Uh, Michael Bridgewater's um, live stream for charity, which was hilarious. Yeah, the Forever Sound Version podcast, Michael Bridgewater, um, which was awesome. That was so much fun. And then we watched that till about like, I
0: don't know, like ten thirty-ish or so. He actually inspired me too, believe it or not. So I got invited to, and I was actually going to bring this up to you before going home tonight, but now I'll just say it on the show. Um, So a friend of mine does Extra Life every year. And, Which is what? Oh, good call. <laughs> Extra, oh, Extra Life is a charity. I think it was a I'm trying to remember if it was really started by Penny Arcade or whatnot. But all I know is it's a charity that's used to donate money to children's hospitals. Mm. And the idea is 24 hours of straight gaming. But prior to that, of course, you have to get donations to people from people saying, "Hey, I'm doing this thing. It's for hospitals. Give me some money. It'd be great." It supports children. Okay, so it's for kids. And it's for kids. It's for the little ones. And so I usually kind of find myself thinking, eh, I don't think I'm going to really be able to bother with this kind of stuff or whatnot. But then Michael did his thing, and he did it alone, which is a very big deal. Yeah, yeah. He, when we when he tuned in,
1: um, and his wife was hanging out with him, and I'm like, man, she's... Because he was playing some real
0: crappers. <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> he was playing some really funny stuff. So that was a good time. That was a good, good time. But then what ended up happening was... You know, he she had to go to bed, but he had to stay up and still finish the stream. And so, after seeing that, and then being reminded of this extra life, thing, I was like, you know, maybe I should just go through with it. So I'm thinking about just going through with it. Maybe hey. just making a team, or just cause I'm either joining the team that he invited me to, or making my own team. Or we, we could do our RP team. Yeah,
1: I think we should just do it. Yeah, and then we'll be set, like, up like a, set up like set up a nice spot, and then we'll just go through it. Which. Being awake for that long—that's part of the
0: fun, though. I don't know, man. Just thinking about it kind of kind of freaks me out. Well, like, um, it's an interesting thought, nonetheless. Well, one thing's for sure—I ain't playing. I'm not playing stinkers like Michael did. Nah, that, that's God. his personal thing.
1: He was really into the LSD dream simulator, which was to me the funniest thing I've ever seen. How? Because at that point he
0: was up by t- for t- like over
1: twenty hours. It was Over twenty hours, and he was just like super interested in that. Um, which I think I'm actually good at. Ooh, did I? Did I? Did I? I don't know. But I'm going to be playing some of that music on a future episode. Ooh. All right. So, my next pick we are getting into. We're going into the Sega Genesis. I'm going to bring some Fire in the Furnace. Matt Furnace for the Sega Genesis. I've never heard of this game. Matt Furnace it's is Matt the, furnace the game. Matt Furnace is the composer. The game is Alien
0: Three, and the track is the high score music. So, so now, so what you're telling me is we're about to listen to music from the some music from the game Matt Furnace. Yes, the Alien High School.
1: The composer is the Alien. <laughs> the composer <laughs> is the Xenomorph. Alien Three. This is high score, composed by Matt Furnace. high score music from the game Alien 3 for the Sega Genesis. This one's composed by Matt Furness. Yeah, this is some straight up straight up awesomeness. Like, this is the Sega Genesis singing. I like Singing ever so sweetly and saying, Rob. Rob. Lowenstein. (laughs) (laughs) Lowenstein.
0: I thought it was more so just saying Rob. You got. You didn't make the high score. I know. No <laughs> These are all.
1: You look it up, and it's just like it's it's um it, like the number one high score is just like uh, A L N. It's L J N. And it's like C A P. It's like the. It's just like the, the 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 default stuff.
0: Actually, I can't even make that joke because I honestly don't know what kind of game this is. So, Frano, you could excel at this Ugh, bad boy. Um, Alien Three. Asi, well, before you even describe the game, I know a little I, bit. I used to. I played this a few times. No, I don't know. Wait, no, wait, 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 that. We gotta get to the forefront of this first.
1: Yes, mm-hmm. it's a great, it's a great song.
0: Oh, I know it's a good song. This is a legit track. Yeah,
1: man. But where is the prison? Oh, the movie Alien 3, um, Ripley um, crash lands or she's stranded on a planet, which is like a prison colony, Oh, ah. the like planet is. And the prisoners have escaped in the wake of the xenomorphs, like, pretty much infesting the planet. Oh. So Ripley, having encountered them twice already, is working with the prisoners to help fight off the xenomorphs.
0: For those who clearly shouldn't know by now, if you've been listening to the show for a certain amount of time, yeah. me and movies don't get along. I've only seen the one Aliens where like Ripley's a clone of herself or something. Oh, yeah, like, that, right? yeah. That was, that came out like, way later. I wanted to like that one. It was when they were trying to bring the series back. Yeah, when yeah, a writer. It was in that one, right? She was like a robot. She was a robot. She might have been. I My memory is slim. I, I just I know, know she was like, I've been dead, but they brought me back, and now I'm going to help you all survive. And at the end, she like... Dies for yeah. some reason. Yeah, it's well. I mean, spoiler alert. It's just the end of this
1: one too. This is a this one. Um, I remember people, a lot of people didn't like it because it, it was after Aliens, the second one, was so much action and so much fun. And then this one came out. People were like, "Oh, it's
0: slow and it's kind of lame." I, don't, I never got around to watching. Did it go into the intricacies of prison politics? No. no. Did she trade three packs of cigs for some <laughs> bubble gum and a toothpick? <laughs> yeah, she had to. Uh, she had. She had to trade. She had to trade
1: um, Mars bars for Gatling guns.
0: I figured she changed Mars bars for Neptune bars. Oh, that's funny. It's so t- that, was <laughs> it's so a, that was a terrible joke. No. Don't even try to humor me. It was a terrible joke. <laughs> but I had to do it. But, but she actually did trade Mars bars for Gatling guns. No, I don't know. <laughs> I've never seen the movie. This movie totally all I, all I know is that this
1: movie is, is grim and it's super moody. that, that much I know. But um, the game itself is like side-scrolling. There's something about these these games. I think I think it was like Europe, European or British um, for the Sega. No, Gen- European um, for the Sega Genesis for the Mega Drive. Where the game is always like a race against time, and you have to do like collect these ten things before time runs out. You know, like Wiz and Liz. Another Matt Furnace game is is you're a wizard, and you have to go around finding the rabbits and pick them up, and like before time runs out, and you have to do it efficiently. In this game. You are Ripley, side-scrolling like a very large level, and there are people trapped, um, all around the level, and you have to save them before time runs out. When time runs out, the uh, the xenomorphs hatch inside of their inside of their stomachs and explode, and then you see all the bodies like explode. I was like, that's why she disgusting. would
0: care to help them, but now it makes sense because the xenomorphs would hatch, and then she'd be getting attacked by yes, xenomorphs. you gotta like stop them all. So, I mean, even
1: okay, granted. Um, if their if their body is already you know has a gestating Zetomorph inside of it, they're done. They're done Well,
0: they can stop it. They can prevent the gestation maybe by killing the human. Yeah, which is, is still better for
1: her. <laughs> but in the game, it's like I saved all the people, and they're like, "No, you didn't. You actually no, killed them all before didn't. they can get you." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the real plot. Um, it's a it's cool in that it's thematic. I'm um, the gameplay actually being pretty pretty slick. It was fast, and I do like how graphic it was when, when I was a teenager playing this game but again it's that same thing of like you have to play through it a few times to map out in your head the best route the best route through the, and that's the game it's just mapping out the routes
0: well that's my kind of game then I'm all about routes
1: oh okay you like you like routing things out. I'm a router uh, you're a router-rooter you're ra- <laughs> router-rooter
0: rowdy-rowdy uh, pronoun um all right what's your next track I'm very curious to hear Well, my next track is from a game that I may have mentioned on the show, but I looked it up on the site and it didn't seem to come up, Uh. so I'm going to assume I did not, and the game is called Dark Savior, and the track title is called Jailer's Port, and it is composed by Hiroshi Kondo. Mm Welcome back. You're listening to the track Jailer's Port from the game Dark Savior, composed by. Is this recording? This is recording. Oh my God. I'm, I'm old. Sorry. There we are. <laughs> Massive. Is this thing on? <laughs> Testing. Composed by Hiroshi Kondo. Yes. So, this track, well. This is very unlike me, which is fine. I think this episode may be that way. But this track has been one that I've remembered and liked for years. And it plays in a game that would have been perfect for this episode in that the entire game takes place on an island prison with the goal being to transfer... Well, the original goal was to transfer a notorious criminal to the island to be incarcerated, but he escapes, and the main character has to pursue him on Jailer's Island and catch him and pretty much remedy the mistake of letting him escape in the first place. But it's a surprisingly unique game, even by today's standards. The idea is, well, it's two things. One is how the game plays, and two, the actual way the game flows. Mm. The game flows by what is known as a parallel system. The parallel system is multiple storylines that could have occurred in this overall story arch. And the way that the game determines which storyline or parallel you will progress down is by how quickly you beat the first stage of the game. Which which is it, is it recovering the guy who escaped,
1: or is it like putting him in the
0: jail? Well, at the beginning of the game the idea is that you're on the ship transporting him, and he breaks out of whatever thing is containing him. So... You are trying to get to the captain's cabin Uh on the boat to let him know that this monster has escaped to pretty much seal off the ship, Yeah, and different things happen based on how long it takes you to get to the cabin, and that determines how you get a number of the plot lines, but there is also... there's like seven or eight different plot lines
1: that go throughout the game.
0: It's interesting, and then there's like one secret plot line that isn't based off of the intro, it's part of it, but it follows into it where, depending on how you do it, you'll get a follow-up to the plot and you'll get, like, a uh, epilogue story that you have to play through. And in and it of itself is also really cool because you have to do the entire thing in, like, an hour and 15 minutes. Oh, jeez. Is the, the... Because there's different, like, plot
1: lines that go parallel, are you able to hop between the different plot lines as the game nope. goes?
0: Or as soon as, like, you're locked in... You're locked do, do, in. you Do you know what you're locked into? N- well, not really. I think each parallel has a title so you'll be told what it is okay, like right. parallel such and such but you don't know what it is unless you've played it before so if you played it already then you might go back and be like I'll try it
1: again but maybe like take a little bit longer in this section or maybe I'll go faster over here no to
0: be honest but the way the controls are you're gonna take longer <laughs> this is <laughs> uh, a Landstalker rough. pseudo 3D it's oh, by yeah. Climax so it's same iso- style. isometric
1: style like kind of like you think you're pressing up but you gotta press diagonal exactly oh man I mean those are, I, I, I like the look of those games but you
0: you adapt I mean oh, yeah. like when I first played Landstalker many moons ago i thought that that was a stupid idea but i liked the game so much i just kept going and i adapted just you just get used to it yeah. but the, oh, the other thing worth mentioning is how combat works this is a, a pseudo rpg and i call it that because while there are stats and i believe there was equipment like you let you, you get experience and level up yeah but combat is one-on-one versus matches huh. where it, it's a sort of 3D looking but it's technically 2D combat where you're walking in a line forward and back and your opponent does the same and you have like two attacks and a special and you're basically just beating your opponents into submission and as you capture <laughs> opponents yeah. you can you can potentially capture opponents when you win matches hmm. and if you capture them you can sub them in for the main character and use them to fight instead it's a weird system but it's interesting, and one that I don't see happen or pop up in too many of these RPG-type titles. So, between that and the way the story progresses, it's really cool. Like, I... It's one of my regrets that I returned it within 10 days, because I beat every parallel in 10 days, and then returned to the store, because I'm, I was a cheapskate. Still a cheapskate. Um, but, it was a good game. Fantastic game. And... Well, I won't go far because I know somebody's listening. and like, They'll play it and not like it, and they'll judge me for it. <laughs> but I will say it was a good game, and that's enough. And one I'd recommend if you can come across giving it a try on your Sega Saturn. you, you are bringing like some really cool music to this episode. Like really, uh, kind of dark
1: sounding. What can I say? Prison brings it out of I me. Mean. I really like this this tune. This your last this this tune and the last one especially. Really, really it shooting for so now i gotta hope the third one can be a nice hat trick i hope so um so my track is from an arcade game a title arcade game i think it's 1990 something <laughs> it's like early 90s this game is called crime city and it's a side-scrolling up type game um, in which you are going through a city Filled with crime, <laughs> and, and you want to clean it up, beating up nondescript, you know, thugs and bad guys, and all all the like, pimps, the chodes and the chodes. Well, well. <laughs> oh God. Um. This 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 track is called "Prison Breaking." So I think it's um, all the bad guys have escaped the prison, and you have to beat them back into their place. <laughs> beat <'em>.
0: a <laughs> I just picture a guy getting punched. He's like, "Fine, I'll go back to prison." He just like walks
1: himself no, back to the cell. I love like all of these like games, these beat 'em up games in the, in the '90s and the '80s are just like here's a gang in the streets, gotta beat beat 'em up. You know, because I guess like '80s, '90s, like New York City, Bronx, like it's all like. Well, it makes me think bad people like, beat I 'em th- up.
0: I sometimes feel like there was like a there was a. You know how people like to say, like when they talk about like a lot of like social issues related to gaming, a lot of people say gaming is about a male power fantasy. Mm-hmm. All right. I like to think that yeah. 90s beat em ups, if not male power fantasy, just general power fantasies, that thought of be able to say <laughs> one man could stop. Everything. Everything. It was like, hey, all these, this gang is running the streets. They're trashing the entire city. The cops can't do anything. The National Guard can't do anything. But you know who's going to stop them? Three guys. You and your two high school buddies. Yeah. Just, I'm just going to get out and put my backpack on, these cool headphones. And I'm going to stop crying <laughs> with my fists and one or two special moves as I eat chicken from the trash and also find diamonds and sacks of money that I can't spend anywhere. Why is it even in the trash? This is supposed to be a crime laden poor city, but they have enough to just throw gems in the garbage. I don't know. Anyway, the point is, I think that is definitely how those games broke down in a way that I appreciate (laughs) because I definitely get a kick out of playing because I feel so powerful. I just beat the crap out of a crime boss, and my only reward... As I get to drive home in the car I walked up with. <laughs> like, you know, you really don't even get a reward in those games. That's the other part I didn't think oh, about. Man. I
1: just thought of a backup track for my bonus that I'm going to use. Anyway, let's not worry about that now. This is Prison Breaking. I'm totally changing it up. Prison Breaking from the game Crime City. Um, composed by Unknown. We don't know the uh, composer of this one. This is, this is one of
0: those weird, like... Lost to the announcement. Lost of
1: time, yeah. There's there's a lot of these types of games out there. So let's check it out. Prison Breaking.
0: Crime City where nobody knows left from right all he knows is a coin in their pocket and someone's out to steal it. Crime City where an orphan can't get food unless he sells 20 brochures to the nearest meetup for various dealings of drug paraphernalia. Crime City is a dangerous place. 1989 was a harsh time man.
1: City,
0: Crab, <laughs> Crab City. Crab, I Crab, love that. Crumb. That's the name of the game. I Crab, think about crumb. it. Like Streets of Rage is, these are streets where everyone's very angry. Mm-hmm. And then of <laughs> course there's like Final fight, fight where there's a fight, but this is the last one. Hopefully we're done. Yeah, fighting. this
1: should be the last one.
0: And this is Crime City. It's like what is this? Someone just Crime City. Yeah, the entire city is crime.
1: Yeah, you know you know, you're not. You shouldn't move into Crime City unless it's like really close to work. Pretty <laughs> even if it's
0: close to work, I'd rather just take the commute. Thank you very much. So yeah, this is the song. It's called uh, jail- "Prison
1: Breaking" from the game Crime City t- for the Taito arcade system. Um, don't know the composer on this one, but it's a it's a jam though, isn't it? It's I f- do It's dig so it. catchy. It sound, it's very lyrical. Like halfway through, it sounds. It sounds like like a chorus. There should be a chorus as so we were we were kind of singing and rapping, and I kind of brought us in towards the end of that. Yeah, it's a left into that kind of fun spoken word section you would get in a song like this.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a left and right side scroller too, which I was surprised to yeah. see. I was expecting it to be something more akin to um, what would it be like something more akin to like one of those like that top down like a, like a side scroll and beat them like Final Fight or something.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's Not- it's got that foreground background type thing going on. Yeah. it's definitely in a straight left and right. kind of looks like almost like NARC, almost where you just get guns and shoot the bad guys. It is amazing.
0: Really, there's no one who knows who the heck this guy is.
1: Yeah, I think I think after you're done cleaning up Crime City, like the population just like The Dwindles f- It's very very low because
0: you're in quotes cleaning up the Crime City. Hmm, this might be an interesting one. I'm not sure how true this is, but someone took a crack at at least guessing the, the composer. Ah. So, I mean, potentially Yasuhisha Watanabe. Oh, okay. Yasuhisha Watanabe. That is a good, good. Uh, Yasu, I've never even heard that name before, but he is related to, he's, he is affiliated with Zuntada, so. Yeah, so that makes
1: sense with Taito. I think that's where I heard the name. Mm hmm. Um, so uh, Retro World Expo did you have any highlights cuz I know we stopped for a little while and we played through you played through Ninja Gaiden 2 Yeah that was But we all cheered you on
0: It was actually <laughs> so, a pretty funny awesome. little highlight because that was the rhythm the rhythm and pixel check game for last month along with Zelda 2 Yeah yeah and I had time to play Zelda 2 but never really managed to make time for Ninja Gaiden 2 aside from the live stream so when we were at Ed's house I was just like hey maybe we got some time you see if I can play Ninja Gaiden 2 and keep in mind, this was on his TV running it. There were no save states or anything. And it was also, surprisingly, on the um, SNES compilation card, yes. which I'd never played before. So we were
1: playing the Ninja Gaiden collection from the SNES, which I've never actually seen. And it was really cool. The music was awesome on that.
0: Yeah, it was like it was different, but still the same. Like It was close enough to the original that I could just still ar- appreciate it yeah, and it know was, what I
1: was getting into. Just arranged for different instruments.
0: Yeah. Pretty cool. And surprisingly, I managed to play through the entire game and finished it. Yep. Uh, you know, while being accosted with threats to not have a way home if I didn't beat the game, <laughs> yeah. Rob was serious. I too. would never do that. Yeah, the heck, you sure, wouldn't. Sure, I was going to start scouting train trim, train trip. <laughs> you also left us to die in Hero Quest, so yes. I know for a fact that would have done that. That was a big
1: highlight for me was playing Hero Quest and then being like, "Wait a minute, this is an RPG, and we're all just playing like the classic Save the Day." So, but I'm the wizard, and I can go wherever I want.
0: The beautiful thing is that die. the beautiful part, though, is that he was about <laughs> to die if we had one more turn to go. He was he was in a lot of trouble. Oh,
1: that that whole game was just rigged with just trap after trap after trap.
0: But you know, who had all their health still me. <laughs> what well, was conservative, conservative ex, and smart? You were
1: Excelsior the elf. Excelsior the elf. And, uh, and I threw down. Uh, Cameron was burf. The Barbarian <laughs> And then random guy was It was Randall He was
0: um He was just Randall <laughs> <laughs> Random Randall And uh, I was Mr. Wizard The Wizard But it was a lot of fun Like I had never played Hero Quest I'd seen Oh really? I remember seeing like Pictures of the Box it's, And stuff before yeah, yeah, It's like D&D light. You know it's like It's, it's Roll and Move Dungeons and Dragons it's, yeah. it's a good time And it was a lot of fun mm-hmm. This Now I want to play Other stuff like that And good freaking look In the world of Cornhole all right, like, dude. All right, this is it. This is, this is the triple threat. What's your third track? Well, let's just give it a shot. I'm going to go with a classic on this one, or classic for me. God, I'm older than everybody here, <laughs> and yet I still consider classics to be more recent than most people do. But here I go. This is from the Game Sweet Coden. And the track title is Intrusion, and it is composed by Blind Man. Uh, I meant to say, composed <laughs> by Mickey... Higashino. Higashino. Mickey Higashino. Classic. Classic, classic, classic. Welcome back. You're listening to Intrusion from the game Sweet Coden, composed by Miki Higashino. So, this could have easily fit into our infiltration episode from... I don't even know how long ago that was. It's got that kind of music, that kind of, that kind of style. I like oh, yeah. It. And it's also like you are technically infiltrating a prison mm-hmm. in this because you're... I guess that's kind of been known as an RPG trope, either breaking into or breaking out of a prison. But in this case, you're trying to go in and rescue a sage... That is locked up in the largest prison in the world of Sweet Coden One. And of course, as you're sneaking into a prison, you need some fantastic sneaky tunes <laughs> to get in, yeah, undetect it, just... and get out. It's Spoiler, up. you're not undetected. <laughs> you're fighting <laughs> of rats and spooks and I love everything the, uh, else.
1: Uh, 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 the marimbas at the very beginning. It's, it's very cartoony. It's like very Scooby Doo. I love it.
0: Tiptoeing through the tune. Yeah, that's good. But this is a track that I, well, the overall OST and Codin Pe- in general. People like, people like Suikoden. As they should. I think it's pretty easy. It's fair to say. Oh, yeah. Sweet Suikoden love, love was. This game, right? It was probably the, I bought this. This was like probably the first or not the first. I'll say, I'll be generous. This was probably the third game I ended up getting for the PlayStation when I got a PlayStation. Mm. First being Jumpin' Flash. Second one being maybe this. But I'm gonna also wager it could have been something like Battle Arena Toshinden. Mm-hmm. But Sweet Coton was definitely one of the first three games I had for the console, and it was friggin' good. Yeah, this is when Konami was up to their best works. Yeah, I need to figure out a way to play this because since so many people have talked it, talked it up, emulate it. I
1: can emulate it. Yeah. I, for some reason, when I think of emulation, I I don't th- I think of like 8-bit, 16-bit era.
0: You can emulate this, huh? Okay. I probably have the image at home. All right. Well.
1: Maybe I'll check it out then.
0: I own everything. <laughs> like if it was, if it was, post-
1: well, it's play- oh, it's PlayStation. We can just copy it. And yeah, you just- copy the disc, and I can just play it on my my. I'm not lending it, but you can <laughs> copy it. Um, so this is yeah, this is some fun stuff. Is is the rest of
0: the soundtrack like kind of this kind of cinematic? Yeah, it's all over stuff. the place, okay. but it's all over great. Like um, mm. they, it does have a cinematic, like semi. I don't want to say orchestra cause that's going a little bit too far. No, but But it's got it's got high production values for a game of this era mm-hmm. for music, and it's all really good. I like it.
1: Oh. Actually, I really like that little I don't know if it's an oboe or a clarinet. I think it's a clarinet. Do 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 do. now you're fighting a spook. Oh man, you know what's sneaking up on us right now? The bonus
0: round. <laughs> Rear. Bonus round. It's escaping. Rear. The bonus round escaping. Rear. Get, out. Get at it. <laughs>
1: oh my god. That was probably my dopiest one. Yet. I liked it. Um, the bonus <laughs> round is the part of the show where we play covers and remixes and arrangements based on our theme. Um, I had a track which I'm going to I'm going to put into I'm going to do a different episode um, because I really like this artist. I didn't have a whole lot of love on YouTube and I couldn't find his music anywhere else. Um, so I'm going to say it right now, just uh, if you're interested. His name is Mohammed Saeed. Ooh. You can find him on YouTube. Um, I'll, I'll link some stuff on our, on our Facebook page, just because it's so good. Um, but instead, in talking about this, I got the idea that the character Cody from Final Fight was in the Alpha series. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of Final Fight, he went to jail. Was it the end of Final Fight? Yeah, the end of Final Fight, the story, which, which is Street Fighter 89, um, he... Could not uh, Hagar, the mayor, is mm-hmm. his best friend or something. They save the day, but Cody can't stop fighting, and gets thrown in jail for it. Um, and then he learns of the tournament or whatever, has to fight M Bison. You know, Street Fighter story. So he has so he breaks out, but he's still like wearing like the striped like get up and has like chains on his hands. He has the handcuffs and chains. So like in the Alpha series, he's all chained up, and Street Fighter Four, he's all chained up. Street Fighter Five, he's the mayor. He 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 cleaned up his act and he became the mayor. Hagar stepped down. I, mean, I don't know if he's stepping back in the ring. I don't know what. Um, people are really really hoping that Hagar makes an appearance in Street Fighter 5 eventually, but I don't think it's going to
0: happen. He turns to a life of crime, but he is for no a reason a dapper
1: dapper gentleman. Um, and so we're going to listen to uh, Cody's theme from Street Fighter 5 where she was doing the cuffs in his hands. The cufflinks, yes. Yeah, the cufflinks. Yeah, to get to yeah work. he got he got rid of he got rid of the uh, uh, the iron cuffs. And put on Cuff Links. Cuff links, yeah. He looks really good in this game. I, haven't, I actually haven't played him yet. I, I downloaded the, uh, the DLC, but I haven't, I haven't tried him out was yet. Was it recent? Th- recent in that. It was like two or three months ago. That's recent in that. I just haven't been playing. Uh, but this is his new theme. Um, it's, it has a lot of throwback, I think a little bit to the um, Alpha theme and the Street Fighter 4 theme, which was really, really loved. Um, and This is composed by Daniel Lindholm, which has who he's been doing a lot of the new the new character music for the game, which is... Phenomenal. So good. So this is Cody's Theme from Street Fighter V for the PlayStation 4 composed by Daniel Lindholm. Let's go. is Cody's theme from Street Fighter 5 arcade edition for the PlayStation 4 composed by Daniel Lindholm so yeah, I like this because it's like it's got that cool gritty like hip-hop feel that the original had mm-hmm. I mean, actually it has a lot of the same samples in it but then like that this horns kind of come in towards the end because it's like hey letting you know he's in charge now <laughs> he's the mayor he'll he- still he'll still he'll still hit you with a pipe and throw knives at you but he he's not throwing rocks anymore. He can afford fanfare now. Yeah, he's I think I think he, I think he does throw baseballs now. <laughs> God, uh, he's cool looking. He looks really great in the game. Um, I love what they did with him. He was always a fan. He was never like one of the strongest characters in the game. Like he wasn't like the, in the meta, he wasn't like in the top tier. But people love playing him anyway.
0: I think that's what fighting games should mostly be about. Because you can't. Tr- it's hard you'll never get a perfect balance for every character. Yeah. But the oh, idea no, no. becomes, I like this character so much that I'm going to make him work for me. Yes. Even if he doesn't hit as hard as that other guy or something. I mean, if the game was,
1: like, I I've- I've- I've read this argument about, like, balance in fighting games. And if, and if these games were really fully balanced, they'd be boring. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's, It
0: is planning using your strengths to adapt to you to, to offset your weaknesses against your opponent.
1: What I am enjoying about Street Fighter Five, which is also really annoying, is that it changes about three or four times a year as they add new characters. They balance um, the move sets of the other characters and the, like, the damage output and stuff like that. So that the top tier, like quote unquote top tiers of the game, like the best characters, it keeps changing. And so what you're ending up, what you're end up with in professional play is these people um, who are still probably top players, but they either are changing who they're playing or they've gotten so good with another character um, that isn't top tier. They still use them anyway. So like, in the top eight, top 16 of all of these big tournaments, you have a variety of characters that you're watching. And it makes the game more exciting, I think. Um, And I love Cody,
0: Cody's a cool guy. I do like Cody myself. Mm. I do remember playing Alpha 3 for the first time. I was like, whoa, what happened to Cody? Yeah. <laughs> I, I honestly didn't have the context behind it, and I also wasn't browsing the internet, and it's all... At the yeah. time, it wasn't even all that vast back then. No, it was not. So was I not. only think I could even have found that information on the internet if I did look, but it was just like Cody's in jail now. What happened there?
1: It's also reminded me because uh, Cody's theme from Capcom versus SNK... Um, is a rap song with some explicit lyrics Um, and that it was the lyrics from that song was sampled in a Hideki Naganuma track that we played on the VG Embassy I couldn't think of that's a weird tie in I know I remember there were lyrics that were cut up in almost all of the songs and I recognized the song and I thought it was from Street Fighter 3 it was not it was from Capcom vs. SNK Cody's theme I
0: didn't even know Cody was in that game.
1: Yeah, that and he had the best stage. I think he had the best music in that game. It was so cool. Also turned. Super, the beat. super cool. And also you need to turn that beat around.
0: I don't feel no passion. <laughs> I drink wah-wah coffee. You had enough of it. You should be feeling something. Yeah. Caffeinated. Are you feeling just
1: feeling awake. <laughs> yeah. feel That's the worst. That that's the absolute worst. When like you don't feel um, you don't feel any more aware just you just feel synthetically held awake. Yeah, like 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 generous. someone like someone's like holding you up by like by like
0: your shirt. That's for sure. Like
1: you're gonna stay awake now.
0: But then I'll sit on the couch and just lose all of it. I'll just <laughs> Plus, that couch is the devil's trap. We gotta get you a new one. Yeah, but then I won't fall asleep on it anymore, <laughs> so I don't know. But I wouldn't mind looking for a new one. because it's like so soft. I don't explain it. Like I'll just go home. Do whatever, I'm like I'm gonna sit on this couch. I have two hours before bed. I can get some time in on a game I've been neglecting. Where I gotta get this review time in, and then yeah. like, you just crash out, just pass out, mm. head cocked to the side. I used to make fun of my uncle for that growing up, and now I've become him. Well, middle I, it's, miserable. Saturday
1: night, we were in that hotel room. I fell asleep, and you were like in the bed over uh, next to me, and you had your 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 PlayStation, your, your Vita, it was so, a Switch. Just the Switch was out, and you're playing something, and I heard it was still going. But suddenly, I hear like the think thunk, and you're like, ah, and he woke up. <laughs> like, so you were playing while you were asleep, or at least like you just left it on, And
0: I still beat the game. Uh, did you? Oh,
1: <laughs> better believe
0: it. I, I'm a play, sleep player.
1: That was the night I was watching uh, Michael Bridgewater's uh, a stream. That was really fun. He was playing a game called Equestrian for the Atari 8-Bit Family. And
0: it was the 8-Bit Family. That's the name of oh, the Oh, no, sheet. he was
1: playing um, a Dangerous Streets. Oh, that was funny. That was super hilarious. All right, what is your your bonus round pick? Did you not not go bonus round like me?
0: Pretty much. I looked and I looked. Admittedly, I probably could have looked longer, but that would have taken some time that I didn't have because this has been a stupid busy week. Well, I changed up my mind last minute, so. But I decided to use this as an excuse to play a different track that still, in my opinion anyway, fits the theme. Okay. And let's just take a shot at it this track is from the game Alice Madness Returns and the track title is Therapy composed by Jason Tai and Marshall Crutcher Um, Jesus I, Christ. I, I, I might, have to edit, we might have to edit that Wow. Because someone might cut me if that stays in there. That's nuts, dude. So that was from the Alice Madness Returns unreleased album. The track title is Therapy. is composed by Jason Ty and Marshall Crutcher, and it was released on the unreleased album for Alice Madness Returns. Is uh, Well, the first and foremost thing, you might be like, why the heck did that guy pick that track And my thought was that, in addition to the traditional prison sense of being behind bars in a cell, there's also the more abstract concept of the prison of the mind. And as far as I'm concerned, this game does a good job of exploring concepts of that. So, I can't remember 100% how the game was, but I know that the game's premise is that the character Alice, as in Alice from Alice in Wonderland... Is suffering from dementia, more or less, because she is the sole survivor of a fire which killed her sister and the rest of her family. And she's committed to an institution. And as eventually she's supposedly released onto an orphanage where she's being treated by a psychiatrist. And the game pretty much involves her dealing with this trauma. Hmm. It has an interesting kind of reveal to it, too. It's a pretty dark one at that but she goes from doing with that stuff to every once in a while kind of dropping into Wonderland. And Wonderland, I'm, I, they never say it, but I'm pretty sure Wonderland is her mindscape.
1: Yeah, like she's escaping. To Wonderland, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like that. that's in her brain, that, that that prison of her mind, you know, where she's, she's retreating to it, but it's almost holding her back, maybe?
0: It's keeping her, actually, no, Wonderland, it's like a prison of the mind, but it also... Is helping her mm. deal with her problems because it's all abstract of like and the denizens of Wonderland are trying to help her repair her state of mind, her fractured psyche, which then is how you ultimately get to the game's conclusion of realizing what's going on and why you're you, why things are weird like they are. Mm. But it's it was a for me surprisingly powerful game. Mm. Uh, one that I played through in full, and again, that's one of those I feel like any time I mention I beat a game on this show, mm-hmm. I think that adds yeah. a little bit of weight because I never beat games. <laughs> I was gonna say you play a lot you play you play you've played a lot of games, maybe you haven't played through exactly, like I might yeah. put a couple of hours here and there, but rarely do I finish it. Yeah, I beat this game, I played it straight through uh it does a great job of giving that in that concept of like you know this is how this is how your brain processes how a person's brain can process thoughts hmm. in an abstract way as opposed to just, well, fire synapses. Like, Not, no. yeah, it was, yeah, it's just a very creative way of, of showing that. That's cool. Very much so. I love this game. And I think they're even, well, they've been in Tulsa trying to make a sequel forever and a day. I'll believe it when I see it. Hmm. But it'd be nice if they actually pulled it off because They'll everything like about this art style, the concepts that they introduce... And honestly, even the gameplay well, can itself can is pretty you get it on, on a current-gen system to, to play? No. Nah, I can still play it on my 360, though. I don't, think it's made, I don't think they made it backwards compatible. Oh, you might get it on Steam. I don't recall, but I think it's on there. But... I think they made it backwards compatible. I don't think they made it backwards compatible on, three, on Xbox One by Sub my like 360. So okay, so but yeah, they will probably do like a like a remaster before they do a sequel. Yeah, I I doubt they'll do a re- honestly. I doubt they even do a remaster because mm-hmm. I'm not the studio itself. I'm not even sure what it's doing these huh. days.
1: Well, I have to look. I we'll have to look this up just to to get more to get more about it. But uh, for more information about our bonus round part of the show, go to rhythmandpixels.com and we'll have links to where you can find all of this great music and support the artists. Thank you for joining us on episode 14-10 of Rhythm and Pixels where we listen to Great music about incarceration in video games. Because sometimes you have done wrong, and you must pay the price.
0: Or sometimes you were just falsely accused, and you need to bust out and tell people what's going on with yeah, your fists. Absolutely. Or sometimes you need to clean up the town. and Put bad guys in their cells where they belong. Yeah. Or sometimes you just <laughs> want to open a door with some bars on it. And then go and take a nap because you've been working all day and the only open bed is in a cell. But it's just all it takes and you get it where you can get it.
1: Or you you broke out of prison, but you're having a hard time sleeping because you missed your cut inside the cell. You gotta gotta go back into it.
0: Or you just went three hots in a (laughs) cut. This is an amazing song. This is from the game The Escapists. It's called Shower. Yes, cool man. The escapist was great. It's a gameplay I need to go back to these at some point. it's it's puzzly. It's the whole game is escaping from prisons is it's all these like little 2d characters running around a prison on a schedule and you have to come up with ways to break out of all these different prisons using a barter system and a light quest system. And just, I think it's funny that you can actually take a spoon and dig your way out of prison and then get <laughs> chased by dogs. That's hilarious. I love it. And then the sequel came out. It does even weirder things. Like there's like one level I remember doing and enjoying where you have to escape from a moving train. And you have to escape from the train before it reaches the prison.
1: It's just stuff like that. That's cool. We got yeah. I really want to try this.
0: Is this multiplayer too, or is it single? I don't know. I never, because I never really get to do multiplayer at the time. Yeah. So most of my experience is a single player. Everything. Well, I, was, I was really curious about the, the couch co
1: op thing, but anyway, this is a really cool, cool, um, cool theme to, to try out. And we've got a bunch lined up. Next week we are going to have our um, Patreon focused episode, um, which is going to be music picked out by our Patreon members. And then the week after that, we're going to have a special guest, special musical guest on the show and then we've got some other fun stuff lined up um, also make sure to check out the VG Embassy podcast to hear us talk about um, one of my favorite composers of the of the early 2000s famously worked for Sega there you go um, and then also the recording of us at Retro World Expo which was a lot of fun
0: it was yeah. it was definitely not my best but it's also more so because it was not my usual st- yeah, you, strong you, you,
1: point. You were a little bit more subdued, but I think we were really pressed on time. Like we well, were. We, were, we yeah. were given less than an hour. Um, but that info came out like gangbusters. It was good. It was really, really good. Um, I thought that was really a really positive experience.
0: And then Complete with apples.
1: Um, and then we've got um, some more crossover stuff, I think, with um, XVGM Podcast. So that's going to be fun to look out for that. Yes, and then uh, some other stuff that I've got lined up. Um, there's a podcast, an Australian uh, video game podcast. They wants to to hook up do something with that. So a lot of things in the works, but um, you know they'll they'll happen when they happen. Um, so yeah, if you want to get in contact with the show, if you have any track suggestions or topic suggestions, or if you are an artist yourself and you want to um, you know promote your work, and you want to show us what you're doing. If you're a remixer, cover artist, send us an email rhythmandpixels at hotmail.com if you'd like more information about our show if you'd like a full track listing of all the episodes access to all the episodes because I know some of the older ones have been dropping off on the feed um, they're missing on the feed so you can get them on the website I'm, I can't believe
0: we've had so many episodes they're falling off the
1: feed they, they shouldn't though so I'm trying to figure out why um, I might have to move the feed which might be confusing for the listeners and I'm, I'm concerned about doing that but that's okay we'll figure it out um, but if you want access to all that stuff, it's at the website rhythmandpixels.com. Um, check us out on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. It's rhythmandpixels, all one word. Um, also on Facebook, we have that um, group called Rhythm and Pixels Chat, mm-hmm. which is cool. Where we're just hanging out. We talk about uh, the game that retro game of the month that we're kind of getting through. So we're doing Star Tropics. Rob actually started playing it.
0: Yeah. I could not believe
1: it. Yeah, you came in the house, and I'm like, yeah, Star Tropics. I remember. I didn't get very far the first time I, 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 I
0: replayed it. Now. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play through it in earnest. And by the time you're listening to this episode, I too have begun it. Yes. Hopefully I will reach a chapter that is not one.
1: Yes, it's rough.
0: The game is rough. But that's what I do. It's, you got to
1: take your time on this on this game. Oh, no, I'm going to rush it. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: not going to rush yeah.
1: it. Yeah, I'm also playing through um, the new game, well, one that new game that came out, I think a year ago, 20XX, which is like the, the roguelike Mega Man X game. Mm-hmm. Which is awesome. I thought I wasn't gonna like it because I thought I wasn't gonna like the aesthetic because I was I wanted like 16-bit pixely graphics, but it's not. It's like kind of fun, kind of current-gen like like a cartoony style, and it's, it looks nice. I think it looks I think it looks great. It's really really colorful and great music.
0: My main hope is that the uh, stage layouts because it's it's all randomly generated stages. Hopefully, I don't get bored of the layouts they throw out, but for so far though it's an enjoyable romp
1: absolutely and um, if you're interested I'm still playing through Final Fantasy X with Christy and we are at the Makalania Temple and we're backtracking a little bit so you guys who know Final Fantasy X know where that is uh, Yuna is about to get married that's that's where we're. That, oh yeah that, that's where
0: we're at the Seymour butts <laughs> yeah and then that fight, classic Simpsons
1: That that fight is why I love that game fighting Seymour it's rough um, yeah, the fights are actually now getting really difficult. I
0: only remember was, the one fight, and that one wasn't rough, so I'm thinking there must be other Seymour fights.
1: No, there's only one. There, I think it's the one, maybe two with Seymour, but like there's some other stuff that goes on, on the, along the way that are pretty rough. Um, but yeah, um, if you'd like to support the show, um, you know, share it with your friends and your family, um, your church. Um, your synagogue. Share, share it with your Bible group. <laughs> Yeah, or share it with your pasta party. Yeah, or if you know, you can hang out at the bar and share it with them. If you're in the car listening with your family, share it with your family. First and foremost, if you go to a bar where you can share this and it clicks, I, write
0: in and tell us where that bar is, because yeah, we'll, I want to go. We'll go
1: check it out. Um, but, or you can also support us on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash Rhythm and Pixels. Every month we do a live stream recording of an episode just for them. Oh, and for you too, but... Um, yeah, you know, they get they get to see us live, which is always a lot of fun. And we also like to thank all of our Patreon members um, at the end of every episode. So these are all of our um, prison wardens. The wardens. <laughs> these are all these are all the prison guards. Um, uh, the the warden is Alex, the messenger. Messenger laying
0: down the law. Um,
1: we also have uh, Brian Kunkel. He's been looking at you, keeping us keeping us in check. Bobby Arson. <laughs> um, we have new prison guard Cameron Worma. Thank you, Cam. Hey! It was also really, really cool hanging out with you this past weekend. I concur. Really enjoyed that.
0: You also you had to suffer the carnage of Rob's abandonment alongside me, <laughs> but we got through. It was fun. oh, that's right with the wizard. The wizard left you to die, and then the wizard got a bit of his own. I still medicine. think.
1: I still think I was there at the end of the game. I think that that was it. And nah. he was just like telling me. Nah, he had you raised nah, like, Yeah, he would have, like, you know, you're surrounded by evil skeletons. That would have been it. He had you dead to rights. All right. Um, other prison guards include Christopher Sennstrom, a very new prison guard. Well, Damian Beckles.
0: Hi. Wicked the Sephiroth. I just want a shower, hot in a cut. <laughs> hot in the cut. Three hots in a cut. What's a
1: hot? Meals. Okay. Okay. Three hots to the cat. <laughs> I was just acting like I knew. Um, <laughs> okay, Impala is telling us to keep it down. And uh Carlos Kung Fu Carlito Got from the, the Heroes 3 podcast. Um yeah, he's saying that it's it's lights out time and we need to we need to get going. Um Henrik Anderson. The he's a man. Michael Bridgewater from the Forever Sound Version podcast. He's just visiting. Um he's not really a guard. He's just hanging out.
0: He's just—he's <laughs> here for visitation. He brings the cake with yeah. the with the with the
1: file yeah, in it. Yeah, no, no, that's Brian Pitt. Brian Pitt's like on the other side of the glass with the phone. And he's talking to you.
0: But I keep forgetting to put up his darn yeah, link. Yeah, I don't have.
1: I couldn't find the link, so you got to send it to me. I'm gonna send it. I'm gonna right. put it up. Um, Morton Gangso. You know what he's doing? Is he, he put? Is he making the the toilet bowl moonshine? Yeah, he's your lawyer. <laughs> Oh, I'm screwed. He's trying to make you a, he's trying to cut you a deal with uh um, with the court judge Joe Vasalo. Oh, well, I know Joe Vassalo. I might I might be
0: alright. Yeah, but he he I mean he is really strict. Super, nah, super but strict. he and I go way back. We go back like five episodes. It's okay. We're good. All right. And Twenty then, episodes. And then um thirty episodes. Thirty episodes. I don't know. Matthew it's been Joe. a while
1: though. We've been we've been at it. And then finally, we have the two police officers who put us here in the first place for just being awesome in podcasting, Chris Steenerson and Officer David Smith.
0: Officer David Smith locked you up because you couldn't get his name right for like 30 episodes.
1: Well, no, granted, he pulled me over for speeding and then found all of the illegal podcast episodes in my trunk. That is a problem. And
0: then I- I kept, told you to put that stuff- I told you stash it! And then I kept calling him the wrong name. <laughs> that is true. Actually, that, that, that actually sounds like a legitimate thing. Like, Officer, hi, Officer Schmoke. That's not my name. Respect me. Well, I don't feel like, well, I'm going to lock you up He's for up. illegal podcasting.
1: And Bobby Arson's going to Without a license. Out. Thank you all so much for supporting the show. Um, every dollar is super appreciated. It helps out with um, promotional stuff, uh, traveling to these conventions, and all of the file hosting and all that stuff. So it every dollar goes in, goes back into the show. We super appreciate it. And that's all
0: I've got Anything else you want to mention? Mm, Not so much though um, I'm going to try to practice a record Because I had the idea to just be lazy And just start dumping stuff on YouTube Do it At least to get started So just to refresh that thought If you can think of a game you want me to talk about Just let me know And I might just set up the microphone after work one night And go Are you planning on doing
1: like classic stuff or modern stuff? Don't matter If I've played it already, it makes it easier. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, are you thinking maybe RPG style or action style?
0: Another case of that is all based around if I've played it already. Like, if I've already played something... At worst, I might have to refresh myself a little. I, I think
1: it would help to zero in like, on, on like maybe like a genre, so that you can you know what you're going to pick out.
0: But it's the thing. It's I play everything. I know. So it's more so like it's helpful, if people give me enough games, I'll pick the ones that I feel would be most conducive <sighs> to at least get started and go, yeah. I'll talk about that one and then just see how it goes. All right. But it could be fun. Cool. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing that. Um,
1: so yeah so we'll have links to that uh, all that stuff too We once that gets going it's going to be like front and center on the website and everything well so, I can dig that absolutely
0: it's become I've gotten to this point now where I've been doing so many I've been doing so many reviews yeah with the, the SML show like I still write for Hey Poor Player too, but SML's been keeping me so busy that I have trouble accepting a review for the other site because it takes me longer to write than just to talk about it. I believe it. I absolutely believe it. And now I'm like, I enjoy talking here. Now if I just make my, my dialogue rate at G... I can talk about over here, <laughs> and that could be fun. Is the SML podcast not so g-rated? No, it's more of rated PG to R. Like, obviously, I'm not throwing a lot of crazy stuff, but I'm candid. So, like, Pernell per- per- grade humor. <laughs> yeah, like if I if something if a game makes me angry enough that I curse about it, well, curse about it. I see, but I when I, I curse, as you know, yeah, I'm not, humor. It's, it's funny cursing. It's not like it's not. You're just dropping bombs. Exactly. It's all in the humor. I I I, I think of. Personally, I think cursing only works well when you're making, when it's fun. When it's fun. Because oh, if you're angry, fun then you're style. just angry. And quite frankly, I'd rather just walk away into my calm
1: day. Fun-sized. Fun-sized. Expl- fun-sized expl- F-word. Explicatives, yeah. The, the F-word
0: is fun. Yes, fricassee. <laughs> fricassee is delicious. A fun fricassee. But honestly, if you're okay with the occasional swearing, check yeah. out
1: the reviews on the SML podcast. Yeah, and it's... And if- if we're gonna do some YouTube shows, if we ever do it together, it might be a lot of swearing.
0: No, I'm I'm pretty good. If we're doing YouTube no, for this I'm show, I
1: might let loose. Well, that's only you then. Yeah, that's your fault. Which is fine. <laughs> <I'm> just saying, <laughs> it might happen. Um, but we're, we're we're running late here. Um, thanks for listening to our show, Rhythm and Pixels. We'll see you next week for our Patreon exclusive, ep- ex- Patreon exclusive, ex- p- for our Patreon patravaganza special episode. Our thank you to them. Um, it's Rhythm and Pixels My name is Rob Nicholas. Oh one last it's thing It's Rhythm and Pixels Bef- What's, one Before last we go
0: Before we go <laughs> Yes For the Patreon-ing, Um Pete <laughs> Patreon Well if you have any Patreon. ideas In general Patreon folk About stuff that you might want You maybe questions you want to hear us chat about on the episode or if you can think of a game you want to see me try to suffer through during the record Hmm. that is fine too oh yeah let us know yeah Yeah. um but just the general thought of saying we do appreciate you guys coming to hang out with us during the patreon chats but if there's something you could think of that make it feel more personal for you let us know and if it's reasonable (laughs) we can totally do it yeah I think so I I won't hula hoop Rob's not going to bounce a bowl on his head yeah
1: I'm not good at multitasking yet (laughs) but (laughs) soon
0: anyway thanks for all for listening we'll see you next week have a good night good night and remember well I kind of already spoiled it but uh prison obviously you don't want to go to prison don't be a jerk don't commit crimes if you do go to prison because you committed a crime you know, take your you know your, your your retribution and redemption arc seriously, and come out on top as a good person. But even more so, what I want to tie it into is the fact that the prison of the mind is no friggin' joke. Uh, if you allow it to, you can let your own insecurities drive you and determine what you can't do. Even though, quite frankly, that is all one bull faced lie. Whether something as depth or necessary as getting a good job and maintaining pushing your life forward or even something a little small like maybe using a dating website or making a delicious bowl of quiche does quiche come in a bowl i don't remember but the point is do everything in your power to not let your mind prison contain you from reaching the goals that are very much attainable to you because we all know how easy it is for that thing to lock the door and throw away the key screw that noise get down to business have a good night